Would you rate our podcast skills? 100%. Actually? Amazingly. Yep. I would rate them at about a three, considering I haven't came out with an episode in... 3%? Two months. Yeah. Well, I would rate it as a 100% because this is season two, baby. True. We had to come back with some new new grit to that to the show. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. We had to come up with some new media, some new marketing. Some new ideas. Some new ideas. We had to take a trip, really, to get some new experiences as well. Really, that's all we had to do is travel the world or USA. It's crazy. I thought that on our trip that all of the cities would look different. Because know, as a kid, right? they did. Yeah, like you think it's like a completely different foreign place, but it's not that different, but it is so different. The energy is different. The energy, which is kind of like the unexplainable, that's what I would yeah. say that There's is, just a different sort of vibe. Okay, so do you want to say where we went? Go ahead. We went to South Carolina and Georgia. Yeah. So we so, drove through. Well, originally we started out, you came here from Lincoln. Yeah. Here being Missouri. Yep. Uh, we we headed out from Missouri, went to well through St. Louis, took I seventy through St. Louis, and then went all the way through, sort of like the southern part of Illinois, mm-hmm. down into Kentucky, and then through Tennessee, went yep. directly through Nashville, pretty much. Yeah, I love we took Tennessee. the main highway through through Nashville. What do you think of Tennessee? I love it. I like. I think I've only ever driven through there with you, and maybe once when I was younger. But I love it. It's so pretty. It's a vibe. I want to. I want to go there. I want to travel, and I want to move there. I think it's beautiful. Like we stopped at a gas station in the gas station bathroom. I was like, I could really see myself living here. We had been there for like ten minutes, and we hadn't seen anything. But I. It's a vibe. What was it about Tennessee that really did it for you? Well, it's like, I think like um, everything was super gorgeous. And I loved all the trees. I loved all the, I don't know, like, were those mountains that we were driving in? Yeah, it was. Kind of hilly. Appalachians. Do you think? (laughs) I believe so. I think it's the Appalachian Mountains. But it kind of of felt, like, kind of southern, so it was charming, but it was also, like, bigger city, which I like, because there's stuff to do. Um, But it was so close. When we were driving through, we saw, like, the lakes and stuff, and it was the trees, and I can only imagine in the fall how pretty all the... Yeah, Foliages. I would consider Missouri's like very hilly tree, a lot of trees everywhere. Yeah. Um, Kansas very flat, flat, but like also rolling hills, like That's long kind of, rolling hills, and then Lincoln, kind well, of same Nebraska, thing as same thing as Kansas, sort of. Yeah, just a northern part, even more boring props. And then in Illinois is more of like prairie type, yeah, type vibes as well. It's a little bit different than Missouri, but it feels Illinois kind of feels like. A Missouri, Nebraska meet. Yeah. With a little bit more like city life, I suppose. Because we didn't really yeah, talk to the city, have, but yeah, Chicago. Well, Chicago's way north. We didn't yeah. go north, obviously, but. I liked I it. Think, I think what I liked about Tennessee was it was the first point where I was like, wow, something's different. Yeah, yeah, I think so like too. Like we're on vacation. Because when we were driving through t- Kentucky, which is before Tennessee, right? Yeah, but it didn't really look... We it just caught, like, an like edge Kentucky. of Kentucky. Like, when you said that we were driving through Kentucky, like, I've never really driven over there, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, we're going to see some, like, really southern people, but right. it really wasn't that no. much different, at least where we were at. I was ready for some, well, like, Kentucky fried like, chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like Tennessee. To your point of being like, oh, we're going to see some more southern type stuff, um, I think that... What is it? 
Oh. <laughs> and we're back after a short laundry run. Um, laundry break. Laundry break. But Jim Tan laundry. We're talking about Kentucky, Tennessee, stuff like that. Mm. What? I love Tennessee. I want to go back and travel there. Yeah, obviously. Explore. No shit. Obviously, no shit, dummy. <laughs> no it was shit. the prettiest place we. I think it was. I think Nashville yeah. will be a fun trip. Mm. Some point. And it was only six hours from your house. Yeah, it's really not that far. No. Like, when we were driving through all those places, I was like, dang, like, it's really not that bad just to drive anywhere that you want in the country. Yes. Yeah. When, when you get in the car, ro- we would do you start road trips going. Like, yeah, it's not bad. It's kind of fun. It, it becomes easy at a certain point. It's like, okay, I'm literally just making short little turns. For, yeah, you go straight most of it. I the mean, worst part about it is just knowing that you have to be in the car for that long of a period of time before you yeah. get to vacation. And yeah. you get to do all of the fun stuff. Exactly. But, but we stopped. We made stops. We made it fun. We stopped. I think every trip we took probably took Two at least an long. hour longer. <laughs> my favorite stop was to Bucky's. Bucky's holds a special place that in my in heart. That was in Tennessee even, I believe. I think you're right. Wow. Carl loves her Bucky's. Bucky's is amazing. Amazing. So much fun. So much fun. It's life changing. It's like a Casey's meets Costco. Well, we even got to take a picture with the Bucky. Yeah, he came out. We got a sticker and a picture with him. Pretty cool if you ask me. Yep, celebrity status. Pretty cool if you ask me. I feel like Bucky's probably makes so much freaking money with the gas yeah. and the food and the merch and everything they have inside. It's like a Walmart with gas. It's like a it's like a Casey's meets Costco. Like they have I don't think it's a Costco. Everything. Oh, I don't know why I think it's like Costco. They just have so much stuff. Yeah, I and think the that's, gas. That's what I don't think it's a Costco because they don't have like large bulk quantities of items. It's more like okay, you're right. Yeah, like, but Walmart's just not doing it justice. No, but like I'm thinking the prime Walmart days. Everybody walking prime in the store. Walmart days. Yeah, like the early 2000s, 90, 1990s. Were you like that? To I'm tell a the tale, baby. Year of the Dragon. We I'm just looked that baby. up. The dragon. No, wait, I'm Year of the Dragon. I'm the cool and You're I'm a tiger. tiger. <laughs> Earth Tiger. <sighs> Where you would go into Walmart, though, and it wouldn't be like any sketchiness. It'd just be like, uh, like a ton of so people. Fun. You know, like every yeah. every one of those cashier lanes, whenever you go into Walmart now, is pretty much shut down besides like two and then all of the self-checkout. It's self-checkout. It used to be the complete opposite. Yeah. You used to be able to walk into Walmart, get a cart full of stuff for $100 or $150, and there would be a actual person standing at every cash register that Walmart person. has. And before, my mom would get us a Dr. Pepper and we would share it as we <laughs> went through the store. And I was like, this is my favorite thing ever. Yeah. She raised me There's to be the woman I There's nothing better than that. We would get either popcorn shrimp or popcorn chicken. Mm. <clears throat> popcorn chicken is so good. So good. So good. Anyways, back from Walmart, we went down to the south. So we had a... <laughs> Through St. Louis, down through Kentucky and Illinois, mm-hmm. into Tennessee. We drove past Nashville. Next big city that we got to was Atlanta. Yep. I had a buddy from college. This was a college trip. So all of my buddies, uh, we were meeting in Tidy Island in, uh, what is it? It's, it's like south of, well, I don't want to say south. It's really just, it, it's on the coast of where Savannah, Georgia is, mm-hmm. essentially. But it's it's its own island. And so we headed to Atlanta. We stopped in Atlanta for the night. We got there at what, about? 10, 1030. 10, 10.30 at least at night. Yeah. Stopped into a buddy's, said hi, we said what's up, had a good time, <laughs> chilled, went to sleep, woke up, 
What do we do? Grind again. Hop back in the car because that's again. how we're built. We stopped we at a gas station. We Atlanta. popped open an Alani and gave no, no, on no, 200 you're a key. You're missing a key, key scenario that yeah. happened as soon as we left Atlanta. Well, what happened after we left Atlanta? Your boy got in the car and had to take a pee really bad. Oh my gosh. No, I know, but I was hitting the first thing first, and that True. was that we got 200 milligrams of sweet, yummy, Alani, chemically cash. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so then we're driving through, and Kate has to go to the bathroom. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. And North, like Roswell, Atlanta area. So what was this, like six, with the situation. six, six thirty in the morning? Not too early or anything. Like, gas station no, should like, be open. It, Chick-fil-A it's, should be open. It's a time in the morning where when you're leaving Atlanta, you're like, okay, this is good. We're going to miss all of the crime. Yeah. Yeah. And all the crazy driving, <laughs> because let me tell you something about Atlanta. That shit's wild. The speed limit is 65. People will be passing you going let 80. Me, if you're me, going 70, yeah, they're going 80. 100%. Let me also tell you something about Atlanta. If you're trying to take a piss at seven o'clock in the morning, <laughs> don't go to any convenience stores because none of the bathrooms will be open we because there it. will be people in the front of the, con- or in the <laughs> parking lot of the convenience store with their heads in between their legs, drunk, high, passed out, whatever, slept there the rest of the night. Well, but you're selling the other dude short because he had all of his belongings belongings spread out and he was selling them because he was trying to make belongings did i miss this yeah you were a little bit crabby about i was i was pressed at the moment i was very pressed at the moment we stopped at how many four or five places before four or five in a row within about a mile like a square mile like around no, that literally, area. Like, there was Every like, single bathroom said out of order that I would walk into. But I, I bet look it's at just them because... and I'd be like, hey, uh, bathroom? Sorry, man. Sorry. But and you know, walk out hallelujah. Be... Who saved the day? <laughs> Chick-fil-A. It's a great day at Chick-fil-A. Always a great day at Chick-fil-A. Talk about next level service. Yeah, seriously. I next love Chick-fil-A. Service. The chicken's almost as good as our service. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. But anyway, right. we got we got the heck out of Atlanta after Kate in the early himself. morning after we had to use the bathroom. It was an emergency situation. <laughs> something bad could have happened. I could have like peed my pants or something. But you could have peed on the side of the road. Could have if I had to, but you never know. It's like God. It's traumatizing. Even if I'm gonna let a liberal city like oh catch me gosh. doing something bad, is you know? it even Atlanta? I don't know. Yeah. It's I mean, Georgia. I just don't know. It definitely is. It definitely I, okay, is. so here's the thing. My grandma, um, I was going to say grew up in Georgia, but she didn't grow up in Georgia. I grew up going to see her in Georgia, in Brunswick, which was like a couple hours south of Atlanta, and I always remember... Right. Is that right? Right. I remember going there flipping, loving it, probably because right. there was a beach and I was seeing my grandma. Like, two, right. Two right. good things. But here's the thing. I just don't know if I would want to live there. Like, I grew up fantasizing, like, you know... Like it's like romanticizing it's it. It's literally the history of the United States. Yes, but you it's romanticize m- it, and then you're you're growing up in it, and you're like, wow, this place is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to 25, and you're like, holy it's kind of not like you appreciate. It's run when, by a bunch of children. So okay, so you and I both gr- kind of grow up in the Midwest. Like, granted, there's more things to do in Missouri than there are in Lincoln, maybe. But I'm kind of like, dang, it's so boring. Can't wait to leave. Can't wait to move away. And then I moved, or I go travel to these bigger cities, and yeah. I'm like. Oh my gosh, I just miss like the safety and the comfortability oh, yeah. of just being at home. Like there's no shits given. Like you can go to the bathroom wherever you want at any time. And it's just, it feels Plus you're just more of, safe, I guess. But you're out of your own comfort zone. So yeah. like when we were in Atlanta, we were 10 hours away from anybody else we knew. Yeah. 
Besides, they're like my roommate, obviously, exactly. from college. But I mean, I liked it, but it's just different. It's like almost like a culture shock. Yeah, it is, but at the same time, it's not, because that's sort of what we were talking about, too, with like every city seems just pretty different. similar. It's just like yeah. same people. The agriculture, like people, I guess, is different. People don't change, cities do. True, 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 true. Sense. Like, yeah. Like, people are always, like, sort of alike. It's just this, like... We have our differences, but if you grow up in a completely different area, your town's going to be a little bit different just because you're from there as opposed to from true. where we are. Different circumstances. Wow, that is so wise. <laughs> just oh, God. Just... Me trying to hold back a burp while I was saying all of that. <laughs> What a surprise. Like, wow, I gotta say this so I don't sound like an idiot. Oh, you still do. So. Still do. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Times change, people don't. Cities change, people don't. Cities change, people don't. Kate but stays being stupid AI. No, I'm just kidding. There was no fucking cops in any of Georgia, though. Whoa. No cops. Yes, Until was. we came back. What? Until we left and came oh, back to Missouri. Okay, so okay. We drove through Georgia. Or we drew? We drew. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded wrong, but I almost didn't correct it. Yeah, we drew. I've, you know, I'm all for making up words that make more sense than the original words. Um, so we drove through Georgia. We drove through Georgia, and then we went to South Carolina. And then we went back to Georgia. But in oh. South Carolina... Okay, so South Carolina yeah, felt about, more like a culture a shock bit. to me just because we were so close to the... <laughs> the border? We were so close to the beach and like... It's just... Oh, it's amazing. You almost it feel like beautiful. you're out it's, in a different uh, time part zone. of the world. Like, like it's just zone, different. different. Everything. It's its own little town. It's so charming. I I literally loved it. It's so different. It's so different. It's so get, different. So you, we got to South Carolina. Uh, we couldn't get into our hotel right away. So we, so were, we were like, screw it, let's go around. to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just pulled up. We went to uh, Foley, Foley Beach. Yep. Foley is, I think, I think how you say it. Uh, what is it? Right? F-O-L-L-E-Y? Or something like I have a sweatshirt. Wrong person to ask. Yeah. Um, anyways, couldn't we went to Foley you. Beach. It was pretty packed. But whenever we got there, I had been to... My entire life, I grew up going to beaches in Gulf Shores and um, surrounding areas, Destin, places like that where it's in the Gulf of Mexico and it's like sh- smaller waves, softer sand, white sand beaches. Mm-hmm. This is completely different. Completely different. It was like hard sand, hard brown sand, sort of like you haven't been there, but when I went to Galveston, that's what it was like. It was that hard brown sand, which actually oh, yeah. makes it a lot easier to, to walk, walk through. Yeah. It's a lot less... It's so easy to walk through, except for when you're walking on like a bed of shells that last for three. That shit hurts. Yards. That yeah. shit hurts. It really does hurt. It really does hurt. And I just wonder, like I was thinking, so random, but I was wondering, do they like come through and scoop up those shells at the end of the season? No. Or is those no. are, have the that's literally they just keep that's, accumulating? That's literally what the sand is made out of. Oh, every time a okay. wave well, breaks, that's awkward. every time a wave breaks on those shells. A little piece, a little fragment breaks. of those shells breaks off, and, and comes a piece, of, a piece of sand. Huh? That's what okay. the sand is. It's it's lit- it's literally shells. Okay, I that are broken so. up. No, a lot of people probably don't know that. I thought it was just like. Just like I dirt. I don't rocks. know. It's probably rocks too. It's yeah. rocks. It's shells. It's I love it. dirt. It's everything. Okay, like I'm. 
kind of scared of some of the stuff that's in the ocean. Well, like super scared of some of the stuff in the ocean. But I think it's so cool how many different living things are on the beach and in the ocean. It is really beautiful. It is cool. It's really pretty. There's a lot of cool birds. Like yeah. Cool, like we little were feeling fish, little like little fish minnows. bite our feet all yeah. the time and stuff. It's wild. The jellyfish are so cute, but obviously. Oh, terrifying. let me tell you about boogie boarding though. Holy shit, folks. Boogie boarding is amazing. You have to do it if you haven't. Funnest thing you've ever done. Seriously. It's kind of like it's mini surfing. Yes. Mini like surfing. Anyone could do it. Like you don't yeah. have to be athletically inclined at all. Trust me, because no. I did it. So if you're going out into the ocean, the great, the great blue, the great blue yonder, the, the wild wildest wild, place wild. on earth like okay. literally we don't know what 90 percent about the oceans that's what terrifies me so when you only have to be like in the part of the ocean where you can still stand in touch perfect 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 yeah so you basically walk into the ocean you find where the sand drops off mm-hmm. and then you stand right on the edge of it because the wave comes in and it breaks right where the sand gets shallow right when the right when the sand gets shallow that's where the wave breaks because it's basically like the water, the wave is running out of room for it to carry all of that water. So it has to go above the surface of the water to create the wave. And so you stand right at that spot mm-hmm. and then right as it is crashing on top of you, meaning like the top of the wave is curling over, you just jump right out in front of it it's and so you're fun. just zooming off, just zooming off. That's what I did. Well, that's what we did. What? Every single day, four every, days in a row. For like hours at a time. Yeah. It's so fun. It was so fun. It was amazing. Yep. Absolutely amazing. It's so freeing. You just feel alive. It is. It is. When you stand back and you see someone do it, you're like, oh, they're not that deep out. They're probably not even going that fast. But when you're like riding the wave in, you feel like you're going so fast. You're so free. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah, it's a huge adrenaline rush. I mean, the water is so dang powerful, even right there. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Listen, I'm not trying to rush back into this podcast stuff we're at 18 minutes here we can go to 30 and i'm good hey i, thought, I don't okay, want to so, overstress okay, myself okay so not to expose Cade, but one of his favorite podcasts is sophia with an f hashtag call her daddy no split. it's actually not um so we were listening to that in the car the other day and um he was like oh, you know i just you know the podcast wrapped up and he was like oh, i just hate when girls especially say oh that's 45 minutes i guess the podcast is over like it's just so annoying like go with the flow blah blah and i was like whatever Cade. like some people just have like a time frame and now he's saying he's talking all about times so here i am like i can Hypocrite. only do 12 more minutes that's all i got Sophia with an f is going for 45 so that's all i got yeah but she's also talking to josh pack no offense to you but do you want me to be a Jewish fat kid that lost all of its weight? And then uh, no, but Drake and Josh was very important in my life. Yeah, well, same here. I really thought I was going to marry Drake, but thank goodness I didn't because he's crazy, mm. apparently. Interesting, because he was my favorite as well. Mm, interesting. What a surprise. Interesting. Hmm. Thought I would marry him also. Oh, well, I would have fought you for that, but not now. Because apparently, like, okay, so you know what's crazy is both of their names in real life are actually Drake and Josh. Josh Peck and, and Drake. Drake something bell. he changed his name isn't it bell i think it is drake bell but i don't know if that was just the show no i think it's drake something at least yeah. but he changed okay so he tried to have a career in mexico i believe as a singer or whatever and he changed his last name oh, but I he ended up that, being yeah. like a little bit of a, a weirdo 
with girls. Really? So I think he got canceled. What guy is it? He didn't even get invited to Josh Peck's wedding. Hmm. Yeah. That was some tea for a while. That was probably like a cultural, social thing where Josh Peck was probably like, he, no offense, Josh Peck, after listening to Sophia yeah. with a with an F. F podcast. See, I don't even know the name. People. Yes, Come he on. does. He loves that podcast. Come and on. So do I. After listening to that podcast with them two, no offense to Josh Peck at all, but he seems like a people pleaser who just like goes with the flow and like sticks with societal norms and everything. And it's just like, I'm going to keep my nose out of the dirt. I'm not going to, I'm not going to vouch for anybody who like stands out in any type of way that I don't want to be involved with. Like maybe he yeah. had no, no uh, relationship with Drake Bell or whatever his name is at mm-hmm. all to where he felt like he needed to invite him yeah. to his wedding. But like, at the same time, like, I don't even know what's going on with this Drake dude, but... I don't either. I think I heard, like, through a few podcasts, I don't know how reliable it is, that he was just being inappropriate with women who were much younger than him, and then, like, just guys, being a little bit weird. But you know what? Like, if you grow up... What do you up, think it is that clicks in a guy at that point? What do you mean? Like, like take a guy like him. Like, what... Or, like, a guy like the I fucking think, Jared dude from Subway. Okay, what is that? Okay, so... What is that? I think what it is, is okay, so specifically the guy, Jared, the like Subway guy that lost all the weight eating sub sandwiches for anyone who doesn't know, there's a documentary about how like all of the awful heinous things he was doing when he was super famous from all of that. And basically he was a child molester. He produced child, like he was just evil. But what I would think it is, is he grew up his whole entire life being bullied, being demeaned, just literally just feeling probably like less than for his whole entire life and then the second he gets recognition and power it's almost probably like whatever stage in his life he started being bullied could possibly be the stage of life uh, where, of where he, he was molesting of, children yeah, he takes advantage which of is not right it doesn't make sense but it's almost like a fuck like that because it's just like it's almost like he never had power and now he has power and he's like fuck all the people that made me feel less than for so long of my life like I'm gonna make them feel less than which is it doesn't make any sense it's so demented but it's like it's like the dichotomy of like uh, Superman and the villain like yeah. they both probably came from well it is it's Superman and uh, what's the I can't think of the General Zod maybe Oh, General I, Zod is like the Batman know. and Super, in one of the Superman movies or like uh, DC whatever yeah people and they they both come from the same planet. Oh, they both are from powerful families, but one sees one grew up in the planet in the time where it was like, why are we not just taking over other planets and just destroying them and creating right. our own planet because we have the power to do so? Right. And Superman grew up as like the we're gonna go to another planet, fit in there, and grow like all of our people into their into like a. Into like a symbiotic relationship. It basically... And it's like... Where yeah. was I going with this? Well, I it tried, kind of basic- it's like you can be a hero or you can be a villain. Right. Like you with can power, be, you can... Similar appear- circumstances create that opportunity, yeah. though, to become either a hero or a villain. Your understanding of power is like you're going to have power by threatening other people or you're going to have power by being empowered credible. by other people because you are credible, because you are respected. I think that's actually like a really good life lesson because for a lot of my life, I kind of thought power took place when you kind of defeated another person in anything in sports and relationships or 
whatever like when you were just like when it's almost like you held more of a power just because you were more of like a bitch or you were a bigger threat or something which is interesting because it's not really the case yeah i mean that's where i guess it is the case it's it could like, have power either way it's kind of like uh i mean america is quite literally the perfect example of that it's where they took a country and instead of enslaving the people although we did obviously have slavery here you know but instead of enslaving most of your populace and just creating like a, the government rules everything type of scenario, we allowed our culture to flourish and allowed all of these other great things to take over and America became the greatest country of all time because we allowed the people to be free as opposed to just restricting everything yeah. that the people did, putting so much pressure on them to where they revolt against you and are constantly revolting against you because they're fighting the power that's oppressing them. Yeah. Like if you if you really set people free and you just try to be the most credible person and the best person for those people, they will back you up. Mm -hmm. But if you try to just take them over and say Because they have a real respect for you. Yeah, it's respect. They're not scared because at the end of the day someone's not gonna be well at at some point someone's not gonna be scared of you. Yeah. And then what? They're not gonna they have no loyalty to you because None. they've been frightened from you for or frightened of you for so long. And, and they'll treat you like, just like you t- treated them. Absolutely. Why would they Once have any loyalty top, to yeah. And that's why I do really like true Christianity when you look at it because God gave us free will to do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, if you do have like someone in your life who's practicing Christianity and they make you feel bad about anything that's not practicing true Christianity. And I know it's like a whole different thing, but it's like God gave us free will. Yeah. And there's nothing you have to do except for accept him in your it's heart, you know? The harder, like the harder thing to do for a ruler is to be a good person. Yeah. And to like actually treat your people good because you yeah. have power over those people. So you feel like, yeah. like absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in those situations, the hardest thing to do is to be a good person and to do the right thing to, and to treat people with respect and to build a credible reputation. But if you can do that, you'll reap all of the rewards from it just like the United States did. Mm-hmm. You know, like just like democracy does. But it's it's yeah. much more unstable and it's a much more fragile relationship than is the autocratic ruler who's making every decision who's because like every four every four years we have a complete switch of government essentially Mm -hmm. like a whole new ideas all all brand new ideas come in and take over all positions of power yeah or or can and so it's 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 a much more fragile volatile relationship but it can it can bring much much greater rewards yeah definitely i mean i think with anything there's always like fear-mongering things that make you yeah and even with religion too there's fear-mongering yeah do you want to go to heaven or do you want to go to hell like it's like terrifying it's like oh my gosh like outside of like having all these individual thoughts for myself i don't want to go to hell so yeah. sure like i'll believe this but um no it's just interesting but it is interesting but back to our vacation in south carolina oh so fun. what was your funnest what was the favorite thing we went to charleston which is sort of like a Southern like Civil just War. Little, it's like a Civil War hot spot, but like sorta not really. It's just it feels like its own little town. It had like a own little beach town with a ton of history and a ton of just I can't really describe it other I than can't there's grasp so it much either. deep energy. There's so there. much energy that has there's just so history many intertwined in it. Everywhere. Yeah. Like it's so 
it's so old, but not in that way. But like, there's just so much there. Like you, you, you walk past buildings and there, there's genuinely some buildings that have a sign on it that says built in 1720. It's hard to wrap your mind around. It's hard. It's very hard to wrap your mind around. Do you know what I think is really kind of a mindfuck about all of it is these buildings that were built hundreds of years ago are... The nicer. Sti- the, the style of it is so different because it's so intricate and now you see like such modern straight lines no intricacy and I'm not saying like it's not beautiful I like love all the modern homes and everything but these houses like you can't even believe how much detail went into them that long ago like Pride. what kind of tools Pride. did they have yeah. what kind of well, they had they, they had have? all of the tools that we had. They just took more pride in their work yeah, because pride. they were like, it, it's, it's almost like we went we changed mindsets from what we're building, we're building to last and to stand for yeah. something. It's to stand for like, like if you're building a house, it's like to stand for your family. Yeah. Like this this house was, was represents forever, the status of our family, moment. basically. Yeah. And now it's like this house represents all the money I can make off of it. So let's throw all of the shitty appliances. Let's make everything streamlined, fit perfect. I don't want any, I don't want any intricate artwork on the outside of a house. Are you kidding me? That's what like today is, is what I'm saying is like, it's how fast can we get it done? How cheap can we get it done? And how much money can I make off of it? That's all everybody cares about. Well, it's kind of funny because like I'm in a lot of new construction homes with cleaning and everything. And I mean, you would be so bewildered like these people are paying six hundred thousand dollars plus for these new homes and i'm sitting there cleaning it cleaning it no one's lived in here and the Stuff's things breaking. are dented the things are shitty like and you hear people like i clean in a lot of new homes oh we've had a refrigerator for three years it completely shit out on us like how many people have a white refrigerator in their garage that yep. was their main fridge for so long since like the early 2000s and yeah. it's like a it 30 works. 20 or 30 year old refrigerator like, like it may not shut all the way we but. have a <laughs> we have one of my aunt's great aunt's refrigerator she passed but from literally the 1970s yeah like things like 1970s 1980s and it still runs if you plug it in we have had refrigerators in the past from the 2000s and they will be 500 to a thousand to two thousand dollars and they don't work after a couple years it's 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 wild everything is so plastic and fake and fragile and it's all it's just this like how no much, company wants to make anything good anymore because they want you to keep buying products from It's quantity from them. over quality, especially with these new builds and like obviously not for every builder, but like it's truly, it's A lot it's of builders crazy. it is. Like, cause you've helped me with some of those new builds and it's like, there's already dents in this, there's already that and that. Like, it's like, what yeah. in the fuck? Well, and it's like every, it's, every, it's like all of the furnishings will look good on the outside, but then you yeah. open it up and it's like an Ikea on the inside. Right, or it's like that like it's holes all over in the with cabinet. the like, yeah, fiberboard. Like yeah. it's not even it's not even real wood. If yeah. it gets wet, it will swell up and it will be toast. Yep. But like that's just what they throw in because nobody pays attention, nobody cares. They just want oh, the house looks great on the outside. Yeah. Everything looks good on the inside like every American's fucking life. It looks great on the outside, but it's complete <laughs> shit on the inside. You're a piece of fucking shit person. Like oh no, my not gosh. not directed at anybody. <laughs> not directed at anybody in particular at all, but I'm just saying, like, it's like, it's a facade. It's a facade. It's like, it's, it's like all of our houses look streamlined, so perfect, everything, but the furnishings are shit and they're charged a premium for them. Like, 
Yeah, they're charging a premium. That's exactly it's what it wild. is. It's wild. It's such, it's so, it's so wrong. I'm it's so wrong. I'm so like, excited to see the evolution of construct, like new construction homes become more intricate again and more different because every house that I walk into for cleaning or anything, nine times out of ten, it's a ranch style house. Open upstairs. Yep. You can see everything from the kitchen. It's all the same. And then it's downstairs. It's a couple bedrooms. And it's nice. They're so nice. But I'm ready to see like a window seat. Like my dad's a realtor, so we always grew up going into all these houses and if there was a window seat it was like oh my gosh like i would just dream about having a window seat yeah staying there and reading like just like details that they don't add anymore or like a curve like a i don't know how to explain this but like a curved staircase like going up on yes. like a bookshelf on like the wall a bookshelf or like, or like it just it, i kind of like the choppy anything round houses. round like corners just, instead of like yeah. the, all of these like sharp triangle like edges yeah. that are just Really, it's just easy for a builder to build. Mm -hmm. It's so easy for a builder to build sharp, straight edges, 90 degree corners on everything, because that's what like how wood flexes. Like true craftsmanship is like curves. Like everything, everything in the world, everything in the natural world is curved. Nothing is like straight edged, sharp. Besides like rocks, I guess rocks could be, but like probably no 90 degree angles in nature. There's none. So, yeah. There's not really any at all. Like, I'm just ready for, and also like I'm I'm ready. I'm so excited. Like I think it would be so fun. I don't know what job title this would be, but to just be like, okay, I think you should lay the house. Is it like an architect? I don't know. Like lay the house out like this. Use these kind of colors. Like I'm so I love a white kitchen. I'm probably not just like an architect that. slash. It's prop, obviously like gorgeous. That's why everyone's yeah. done it. But like put some green cabinets in your in your kitchen. Put some gold appliances. Like I just think it looks so pretty. Just do it something does. different. Yeah. Like I love that. But you can do a lot with colors in very little effort. Like you said, like just throw like a little bit of dash of gold, like with the right colors, with a black, with a silver, with a white. Just a little touch of gold will look good or a little touch of navy or like just just have some taste. Uh, Yeah. Like, you know, have some love and some passion in what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Kind of like me. I had a lot of love and passion in the vacation I just took. Yeah, that's why you were so (laughs) nice. We were passionate about not working on vacation. Literally. Quite literally. So we finished up in South Carolina. We rode a lot of waves for a couple days. Mm -hmm. We had... Some really good food. Yeah, some really good food, but... The most astonishing thing that happened was we wake up at what probably nine a.m. First day in, in the morning, South Carolina. First, first morning. First morning. First morning. Yeah. yeah, second day. Yeah. And we're getting ready. You're getting ready, and then all of a sudden we hear a knock on our door, and we're like, "What the heck?" Like, is it housekeeping? But it's also it, what super is it? early, so yeah. I don't know. So I go and look, and it's six cops surrounding our room, and I'm like, <laughs> "What the fuck is going on right now?" And so I went and ran put some stuff up real quick and then I came back to the door because I was just like what the fuck is going on I need a little break just to like wrap my mind about well, around the situation you were so oddly calm so I'm in the bathroom you're at the front door which isn't too far and then you look out the peephole and then you turn around and you're like I think it's cops and you say it so calmly so quietly that in I'm my like, brain I'm like wait what did he really just say that and I'm so calm like I'm just so calm in the moment I'm like I don't think he really said that I'm just like minding my own business at that point I'm like I'm not even acknowledging what you just said because I don't think you said it yeah like when I looked through the people I saw six cops in 
full body gear, guns ablazing, ready to go, everything. <laughs> and I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, I wake up in the like, south. What did we do wrong? And then all of a sudden, I have cops coming after me. I thought this would be a safe place. Yeah, well, and we were in a really nice hotel. Yeah. And so I open the door. I'm like, uh, hello? <laughs> like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, uh... Hey, what's going on? You know, we're, we're talking to management. There's a felon staying across the room from you. Uh, he's a pretty dangerous, big black guy, and um, management's not really working for us. So we just thought we'd alert alert everybody that stays around this room that we are gonna try to find him and like get into his room. And I'm like, uh, so okay. I'm hearing all this happen, and I'm like. You're, like, kind of motioning for me to go back, like, go back behind the wall or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are they going to, like, open fire right now? Like, what is going to happen? No, literally, because... This is terrifying. Literally. Because his room was, like, right across from us to the Diagonally, yeah. 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 And then I see, like, this hotel guy walk past with, like, a hotel card key reader. And the guy just said management wasn't helping them at all. And so I was confused because I was like, well, why would this guy bring it up? be bringing up a card reader if management isn't helping them. And then he yeah. looks at the guy bringing up the card reader and he's like, he looks at his guys, like his police officer buddies. He's like, I guess we're going, yeah. I guess we're going. So they turn around and like started like grabbing their guns and like getting ready and shit. And I'm like, Jamie, get it behind the bed. Like, I, I don't know what we're doing, what the hell is going on here. But I'm just talking to like 30 minutes ago, I opened the door to six cops yeah. and then all of a sudden they're about to bust through some felon's doorway. No, And I'm- like, I'm just like, what the f- is going I don't know. On. Part of Cade was like, "I'm gonna be part of this hero story," and I was like, "Cade, <laughs> close the door, and you can bind here with me." Because I was like, you "I was like, I always back the blue. I'm gonna oh be right here God. for my boys in blue." <laughs> I was like, "Please shut the door. Let's stand back." And That's I was, hilarious. It's crazy. I just, but no, it was it was so wild. And then we kind of were sitting there like. Can like what's going leave? on because nothing they couldn't get into the room naturally yeah. because I'm assuming hotel management just said sort of fuck you guys well, like, they were saying hotel management wasn't cooperating right whatever. which was and then they couldn't get into the room so I'm assuming hotel was just like they kind of not helping you yeah but they just camped out anyways yeah they started camping out and I was like can we leave because I'm not trying to be there while guns are being fired oh, and shit that was just a little stuff's going on especially with you I don't want to put you in a situation where we're yeah you know 14 hours from home or 15 hours from home and we're in a hotel where guns are getting uh, shot and yeah like, it was terrifying I'm crazy stuff's happening but we ended up Getting out of the hotel, fine. Yeah. Everything was fine about Charleston, the rest of Charleston. Oh, we went yeah. downtown. Excuse me. Saw all of the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Saw all of these old the churches, shops. old buildings. The architecture there is just beautiful. So it's all pretty. It's all just little brick walkways, alleyways. It's, it's small entrances. It's where... Also, like, it'd be a house and it would be what looks like a front door, but you would have to open the front door and then you'd actually be... A- you would, what? It would open to like a front porch. Yeah, to a front porch, but not a front porch in the front of the house. A front bed, porch on like the side of the yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. That was in like almost an alleyway where it you couldn't so really cute. see. And then it would actually have like a door, another door that opened up into their house. So it was like a two-door access type deal. It was very interesting. It was so charming. I don't know if this makes any sense to you. Maybe you really, maybe you were going to say this is crazy. But the whole time we were there, it's like I never really like 
Okay, sorry, I just got a text and I got distracted. I've never been to these places before. I've never been to South Carolina. I've never never really seen houses like that. It was so unfamiliar, but it was so familiar. Like it seems it so was. homey. It was because but it was something I've I think never it's because, seen before. I think it's because humans are doing it. Yeah. Because like to us, it's like, oh, like people who think like us have done this before. It's yeah. like it's not so far. It's not so distant. I of a, of a thought or so a memory that we would have. Like if we were from that time frame, we would probably build Something houses similar. similar to that because we'd be in the same area, same time frame, yeah. same thoughts, same circumstances, same everything. It was such a, it was just such a weird feeling that just being it in is. South Carolina, especially South Carolina because in Tybee Island in Georgia, we were mainly just on the beach. So it was pretty like, that was the only thing that was really different than like back home. But these houses, it just was so different, but it was so like comforting I don't know it was very homey yeah very homey. it really was it really I could was. definitely see so then we left so what I could just definitely see like someone like raising their family a life there, there like, yeah. like yeah like it's just yeah for sure it's safe too it, yeah, yeah it's a good place it was beautiful then we left Charleston to go to Tybee Island in Savannah like outside of Savannah Georgia mm-hmm. and we're there but don't then, forget about all the good food in South Carolina. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Grits are my new favorite thing too. So good. It's like grits probably wouldn't be as good if it wasn't just With like a cheese. historical, <laughs> like a historical food, yeah. like a historical Southern food. If it wasn't so a good. historical Southern food, then it may not be as good. But like yeah. the idea of grits is just like romanticized in my own head. Yeah. It was Once so again, good. We got, we got this um, bowl and it had grits, cheese, a bunch of different types of meats. Pimento cheese, which is interesting because it's usually like on with crackers, right? <clears throat> I know that sounds right. It's like a pimento beer cheese yeah. usually. Like it yeah. was so good. Um, and then we ordered chicken and waffles one night, which oh, was life changing. Wow. I've had it before, but that but that was like next. Was so good. That was next level. That was yeah. even hotel food, which is crazy. Yeah, that was so good. Like, yeah. We ate really good there. I really wish I could have seafood because there was seafood everywhere. There was. It was. I should have had some. Seafood? No, uh, I had some fish. I had some fish in Georgia. Yeah. But yeah, we were. We got to Tybee Island in Georgia, and then we were cooking some burgers. Chance was cooking burgers and stuff on the grill, and I yeah. I came around the corner and walked, and I see like. This, these people are next door neighbors opening up their doors of their white suburban and everything. This guy has like some suit pants on and nice, nice <laughs> shoes, everything. And I looked at his face. I'm like, holy shit, that looks very familiar. Like I've seen <laughs> that face before. And I'm like, what in the fuck? That's, and it turns out it was Senator Raphael Warnock. He's a Democrat in Georgia, but he, their family was literally staying right next door to us. Yeah. And I had seen him from Fox News. Like, I had seen his face <laughs> from the Fox News from the elections and stuff, like, half a year, a year ago. And so I went and ran and told everybody because I was just, like, a little child in a candy store <laughs> because politics is just right up my alley, anything politics. So I was like, holy shit, like, we have a senator staying right next to us. And then She's little... Like, be on your best behavior. Yeah, literally, I'm like, wow, I thought we were going to be wild, and now we have to actually pay attention to what we're doing. Holy shit. <laughs> like you did. But then, long story short, ends up there's some... He's a black fellow, but there's some black concert... Black University okay, so concert series called Orange Crush. Separate from the senator being in town, we noticed that there were so many police officers, and it was like... 
not just police officers it was the sheriff it was the fire department it was what was it the dnr or whatever yeah was department of natural resources it was code enforcement people uh, there's there was a helicopter n- over the national guard and uh ocean. what's the the search and rescue i don't know yeah i guess it what's no i was thinking of like the water people oh oh uh, oh couldn't tell you Coast Guard. Coast, oh, okay, yes. Coast Guard helicopters yeah. flying over. There were people out in the water looking for people. There were... And so we noticed this, like, over the course of, like, a day. Like, you know, we were like, damn, like, what's it's, going it's on? Like it was every, so... People were... One cop would leave were our... on ATVs. Well, they were yeah. walking around. We were just like, is something <clears throat> going on? Because there's an alarmingly high number of, like, you know, people like that around here. And the a cop would come down our cul-de-sac. Yeah, really small. So, like, A cop would come down on? our cul-de-sac, and then a cop would leave our cul-de-sac, and then another one would come directly yeah. in. Yeah. Like... So we noticed that, and we were like, what what the freak? And then Cade noticed that the senator was staying next to us, so we kind of, for a second, I think, we're just kind of like, okay, it's probably just higher security because he's yeah. in town. But yeah. then we were walking that night, and I think we were all just like, Okay, this is weird because we went on the pier and there was like ten police officers that who swarmed in, like just walking, and then others on ATVs, and we were just like, "This is not normal." Mm-mm. But it was because we. Um, well, we talked to a uh, server at breakfast one night. That's like a. Lo- it was at a local place, and she was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's called Orange Crush, and it's a big like black concert series sort of that's held on different beaches." And last year they were here, they completely trashed all of our beaches. They trashed our whole town. And so we have all of this extra security and extra cops here this year because we knew they were coming back. And also with along along with July 4th and like, I could kind of tell she was holding something back. Like she wasn't going to say like, there's probably something else. And I was like, and you have a Senator like staying in your town, like right next to us. And she was like, like, yeah, "Yeah, that's also why. So So she's like, like, you guys are very safe. Yeah. She's like, you guys are very safe. This is a very safe place. This weekend you came to a good spot. Okay, But here's the thing that didn't feel safe because before we had talked to her, we were walking one night down, like, I guess where there's drinks and stuff. And across the street from where we were walking, Cade was like, Oh my God, there's an AR 15 over there. There's like a cop with a full on assault rifle, like walking around. Around yeah. at, in front of a hotel. So then I was like, oh my god, like what is going on? Yeah. But that's not normal. So that's, it was just too many non-normal things. This wild. So it was like, yeah, I understand what she was saying, like you guys are safe, but it didn't It does not really make you feel, feel safe, safe whenever there's 40 cops with all their lights on, they're, yeah. they're like doing their own missions and type stuff, but they don't tell anybody no. in the town what's going on. Like, no. there's more of just like, uh, like in other people, I even heard other people there like we were talking about what is that what is that or somebody else i think we were standing in line at a restaurant and somebody else came up to somebody they knew and was like what is going on with all the cops and they're like uh it's just a show of force like they're not like they're not doing anything anything. they're not here for anything they're just showing force and that's honestly what it kind of seemed like well and i was looking it up the day after or whenever we were driving back and like i think they handed out like two tickets for someone smoking so like nothing Nothing, Nothing crazy, crazy happened yeah. at all. But before we had talked to the waitress, I was just like... Apparently some, some crazy, crazy stuff did psycho- happen. Well, then it's like if someone's like targeting the senator, we're right next to him. Like, what? Just a lot on? of things start running through your mind when you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's and that's nice what, to tell the truth. And that's what... It, just, <laughs> it would be nice if we had some communication between the public and we're the government. We're never going to have that. Never going to have that, but... 
that's fine whatever anyways guys it was a cool vacation we made it back it was 14 hour drive on the way back we had a good time Mm -hmm. uh best meal i'd say probably fish and chips well just really fish and fries because i'm not i'm not an english person um (laughs) you were had some hush puppies yeah had Gosh, some really good frozen good. drinks, had yeah. some really good grits, had some good southern food, had some good times. Yes. Met some okay people. Nothing like the Midwest, though, but... That was w- interesting to me, because I always kind of thought, you know, southern hospitality, but it was more like East Coast vibes. Yeah, it was. Which it was. is fine, I guess. It was, but you know what? Good no thing I'm saying, a better oh, podcaster sorry. than Sophia with an F, because I'm past 45 no, minutes to see y'all next week. Maybe not really... Bye. Bye.